Hello and welcome to Word for the Day. This is Father Pete Matthews from St. Patrick's Anglican Church in Lexington, Kentucky. And today's Word for the Day is found in John 1, 14. It's our third episode on this one verse, and we're looking at the last phrase in the verse. I'll read the whole verse, then go back to that phrase. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. And it's that last phrase, full of grace and truth, that I want to zero in on. So, so, um, what, (laughs) five words, and it captures so much. So, the Word, God the Word, God the Son, who became incarnate as Jesus of Nazareth, the one who's fully God and fully man, he's full, he's the fullness of, in human history, grace and truth. So on one hand, where is the contact point with God's grace? Um, and the word grace um, um, kind of has two, two uses in the New Testament. In some contexts, it's used um, for the power of God, God's transforming power. And I think sort of a... a um, uh, if you will, sort of a substitute word for the work of the Holy Spirit. You know, we, we need God's grace and power to work in us so that we can <clears throat> be transformed. But the other way grace is used, and probably the dominant way, is it's it's a word for gift or favor. And favor is probably a, a more important here. And it's favor that's given or or unmerited. It's unearned favor. So usually favor is something we, we earn by what we do. We're, we're, we're a good boy or a good girl. We, we, we do a good job. We obey the rules. And then we have favor based on performance. But grace is getting that same favor not based on performance but based on gift. And so um, that's kind of the, the central idea. But then the way the word works in the Bible, it's, it's just God's um, – um, radical, unconditioned move toward us of love and goodness, all based on his heart and his desire to give. It's who God is. That's grace. And of course, we are saved by grace from top to bottom. We're forgiven by grace or transformed by grace. None of this mean doesn't. None of this means that we don't cooperate or we don't respond. Um, but the Bible says, even in a mysterious way, our own faith, which is our faith that we exercise, is a work of God. So, so where God stops and we start, I think trying to figure that out is impossible. But, but, but it's ultimately rooted in Him and His gifting. He's that generous. He's that good. And the ultimate expression of that heartbeat of God that beats all through the biblical story and beats all through creation and, and in many places in human history, the focal point of grace is Jesus Christ. And so if we want to see God's heart of grace, we look to Jesus. But he's also full of truth. And um, one of the simplest definitions of truth is that truth, uh, like a, a proposition that is true, is one that corresponds to what is real. Super simple definition. But I think common sense and intuitively know that we know that's what truth is. 
Truth is what is real um, as opposed to what is not real or as opposed to what is false. So what's ultimately real? What's the true story of the world? Who am I as a human being? Why do I exist? Why is the earth here? Why is the cosmos here? Um, What's the right way to live? What's the false way to live or the bad way to live? Those questions get answered in Jesus Christ. He is the touchstone and the benchmark of truth. He is the source of all knowledge. He's the beginning point of all knowledge, the ground of all knowledge. And all other knowledge is judged by who he is. So he's full of grace and full of truth. So he's always the the touch point and he's always the default. Um, If in doubt, go to Jesus if it's a debate between Jesus and someone else, Jesus wins. That's one thing that tells us. Second thing it tells us is um, that um, I think by implication that everything in the world that's true and that's real has its source in Jesus. Remember, Christianity isn't a religion in the sense that it's all about how to live the sacred part of your life and then the rest of life is just sort of separated from it. Christianity is the true story of the world. It's telling us not about how to live a religious life or how to live a Christian life. It's telling us about life. What is life and how is life to be lived? So like 99% of the Christian life is just life, just living life. And so the truth of mathematics is truth from Jesus. The truth of biology is truth from Jesus. Um, the truth about how to, how to um, you know, Spend money well is truth from Jesus, as well as truth about morality and goodness and love, but ultimately truth about who God is. Uh, I mentioned this in yesterday's episode. Later in the Gospel of John, Jesus will say, Who has ever whoever has seen me has seen the Father. So if we want to know what God is like in a way that we can comprehend as humans, we look to Jesus. God God is more than what we see in Jesus. Um, the inexhaustible riches of divinity um, um, go deeper than what we see in Jesus. But nothing about that deep reality contradicts who Jesus is. And the part that we see in Jesus is is fully divine. I hope that makes sense. It, it's, it's, it's a tricky thing to, to suss out. But the, but the idea is um, we're finite, so we can't penetrate the full, infinite reality of God. But Jesus has brought God to us in terms we can relate to and understand, and they're true. And they don't contradict anything about the glory and majesty and fullness of God. What a beautiful thing. So so how do we know that we're loved? How do we know that we're valued? How do we know that God gives us favor? How do we know that there is a right way to live? And there's a true story to life. We know it through Jesus Christ. And of course, John um, didn't write John 1 just to celebrate Christmas and Christ's birth. He wrote it as a prologue to the whole gospel story. And the and the end point of the story, or the key end point, if you will, or the, no, that's a bad way to say it. The, the, the key verification point in the story that Jesus is the one full of grace and truth is that he rose from the dead. That's Easter. We're not in Easter yet, not going to spend a long time there. But the fact that Jesus rose from the dead is the skeleton key that opens up every other door 
of his identity and tells us that he is the word who came from God and who is God and was with God and that he's full of grace and truth. Okay, I'll stop there because I could just keep kind of rambling on about this because these things are deep and um, they go far. I'm already over eight minutes. So sorry for the long podcast today. God bless and have an excellent day. See ya.